What's up, world? Welcome to the positive truth, uplifting, and positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at the positive truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding of the communities everywhere. JP, how are you, sir? I'm doing stupendous. How are you doing, Tim? I'm feeling amazing as usual, sir. It's our inspirational Monday. We have two inspirational stories to just inspire you to push through your week. And I'm just going to do a spoiler alert. Mine might be top five inspirational story ever on this podcast. I'm with it. I am with it. Hopefully all the listeners are doing wonderful. Hopefully. Tim's doing wonderful too. Did I ask you? I totally forgot. I just wanted to hype up my positive news story. No, you definitely asked me. I'm doing amazing, boss. <laughs> We're doing great. I wasn't We're listening. Great. <laughs> Shame on JP. Shame on JP. Anyway, what do you got for your first inspirational story, Tim? All right. My inspirational story today is actually pretty cool how I found it. So I'm looking for an inspirational story to talk about today. And I came across this uh, woman. Her name is Megan Allen. And Megan Allen actually won an award called the Unsug Hero Award, basically for stepping in and doing things in her community that other people aren't doing and definitely should be shown some appreciation what we do here on The Positive Truth, right? So when I saw it, I'm like, okay, she volunteers with We Swim. Everybody at We Swim loves her. She's an awesome leader, the perfect leader, some of her students might say. But then I was like, what is We Swim? I don't know what this is. There's not enough details here. So I went on some research and I found out what We Swim is. And that's what I'm talking about here today. Shout out to Megan Allen, definitely an inspirational person. Her community thinks so. So we definitely want to talk about her. But We Swim is a, an awesome organization that basically helps uh, people with all types of abilities or disabilities, teach them how to swim again. Basically, they have a class once a week. They open it up to the public. You just have to sign up. And what happens is you fill out a form. This form gets sent to an instructor. The instructor gets to read a little bit of details about you, what you worked on the week before, a little bit about yourself, what disability you have, and then you meet your instructor the next day, have a short conversation, and then you immediately go into your, your workout, teaching you how to swim or just do different types of cardio exercises in the pool. The reason why I'm talking about this is because listening to the students' testimony, I thought this was amazing. They're building confidence, they're socializing, and they're actually feeling like they belong to a community. Before, there was one student that basically said, I was just terrified to get into the pool, and now I'm confident to get in and out by myself, and I look forward to coming each week so I can see my friends, friends that he made at We Swim. There's been a lot of people that volunteer with We Swim, so I can't really just target one person when I say, oh, that person is awesome. Everybody that's a part of it, everybody that continuously comes back is amazing. And they're definitely an inspirational, worthy story for us here on The Positive Truth. So shout out to We Swim. I wanted to give your organization a shout out on here because I had no idea something like this was even going on. And this is all in uh, London as well, by the way. I don't think I, I said that earlier. You know what my favorite part about that story is? What's that? When you said it's bringing community. Some things are just really hard to do by yourself. I remember about 10 years ago when I first heard of CrossFit, I was like, that's really silly. But then I like, I saw a CrossFit gym and I realized, oh, this works because you have a lot of people helping each other out with fitness. Even if they're doing the craziest workouts, it doesn't matter because they're bringing it in and they're going there for their friends. And so when you say that, 
He's yeah, I didn't want, I didn't like swimming. I didn't want to be in the pool. He goes and he wants to show up every day because he has that support there. He has his friends there. He has a community that has his back. And whenever you have all that, it makes overcoming things so much easier. This is the therapy age, and I appreciate the therapy age. Nothing is therapist. But their jobs would be a lot easier if we all stuck together as a community. Because then, instead of you carrying things on your own, as a unit, we can do so much more. What was that thing they told us in elementary school? Like, two mules can push so much further than one, more than times two. And then if you put, you can break one stick, but you can't break two over your leg. Something like that. That's what I got from the Wii Swim. So I like that inspirational story, Tim. And I definitely love what you got out of that, for sure. <laughs> Before we get to our last inspirational story, we need to pause and do audio meditation. It's where me and Tim talk about one thing we're grateful for each, because in the stresses of life, we often overlook all the great things going on in our own lives. We encourage everyone listening to think of one thing you're grateful for as well. Guarantee you make your day so much more positive. Tim, what are you grateful for today? Man, I'm grateful for spotting positive things. I had a cousin, basically. He saved a cat out of a trash can recently, and it was the funniest thing in the world. He doesn't like cats, but he kept hearing something. And he basically, we're standing outside, and he's like, what is that noise? And he's the only one walking around. We're ignoring him at this point. All right, he's being a little weird. It is what it is. But he ended up walking next to the trash can. And it was a cat that got stuck in there. He pulls it out. It was like, yo, I did my one good deed for the day. But honestly, I just thought it was super awesome to see him like just go off on his own. But he didn't leave the cat there, and he really does not like cats. That's one thing. He has a couple stories where cats just cut him up. <laughs> so he's like, forget all cats. But he was like, no, I couldn't leave it in the trash can, man. It's cold out here, too. Shout out to you, Ben, man. You're a real MVP. I'm just grateful to see awesome, positive things like that. <laughs> cats. They can do the most amazing things possible, and they can also do the stupidest things possible. <laughs> Indubitably. <laughs> They're entertaining, for sure. How are you the most dangerous animal on the planet, killing more than 200 species, and then you get stuck in a trash can? <laughs> cats. Not even a homeless cat on top of that, too. It was like the neighbor's house cat. Then he's not used to being outside. I guess that's acceptable. I'm grateful for art. My aunt discovered Etsy, which I had only learned about literally a month or two ago. But I didn't really look into it. I just heard about it. Someone told me, and I was like, huh, that's interesting. She discovered it. She got all these Christmas presents. And so she bought one that I really like. She didn't think I'd like it. She's like, if you don't like it, I'll keep it. But I really like it. But the thing is, my aunt told me, you look like the person in the picture. I don't think I look like this person whenever I was younger. That's what she said. Whenever, So I'm going to let the listeners and Tim decide right now. Is this how I looked whenever I was younger? <laughs> uh, I can't see the hair that well because it's a little pixelated, but right now... <laughs> Oh, there's no curly hair there, is there? Wait, there is yeah, curly, there's no hair. curly hair. no curly hair. This is just man. a pro. Yeah, if you had some curly hair there, that's pretty close. Aw, oh, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I was a menace. Oh, good times. Good times. Yeah, it's a great piece of art. What's funny is my father, he's in this art thing in Mustang. 
they're really good. I stole his. I stole his pictures. I put them in the house. You got like, pictures really taken good. up, bro. Yeah. All of That's the art good. in my house. All the art in my house is not for me. <laughs> they're all my <laughs> Ann and pops. That's Literally, all that matters, man. Family members can just decorate everywhere in the house, or there will be nothing on the walls. Like there will be no curtains. Shout out to them. Shout out to them for the curtains. For they sure. need to come decorate more often. Just walk in and just start decorating. I'm with <laughs> it. For real. The curtains look great. That was last year's Christmas present. For real. I just did. I really like the picture. I just didn't think I looked like that as a kid, but now I'm getting confirmation bias. So I guess it's the truth. <laughs> oh, it definitely made me laugh. That's why we're doing the visual podcast now. All so, for that picture. <laughs> all for that picture. My inspirational story. I'm not going to say it's a movie because if it was a movie, it wouldn't be believable. And I don't think people would watch it. It's about a woman named Ibru Demir. She's from Mardin, Turkey. She graduated in 1999 from studying tourism in Istanbul. And she returned back to Mardin. And her father was like, don't do that. Whatever you don't do it. The reason she went back was she was like, I love this city. I think it would be great for tourists. And her father was like, this is really traditional. It's very patriarchal. There's no women here that own businesses. This isn't going to work. She didn't care. So I'm going to call her Demir because it's respect with the last name. She came back. And the city at that time, even though she was a tourism major, it received fewer than 10,000 visitors per year. So it's not exactly a hot spot for tourism. And she comes back and she ended up getting into cooking. How she got into cooking was it was a German tour group that went to Martin's only restaurant in the city. And they were like, this mood, this meal sucks. And so Demira's aunt was like, all right, come to my house and I'll cook for you. And the meal was so good from her aunt. The group called their job. Their boss came to come eat. And the boss was like, this, mo- this meal is so good, we're not going to work anymore today. I'll tell you what's a good meal. If it's yeah, so it's good, the boss, is- <laughs> <laughs> so the boss is if the work is done. That's how you know it's good. So Demir was like, I can do this. So she had some conversations with her relatives, made some connections. And she's a woman. She couldn't go open or rent out a business place. So she's like, it doesn't matter. We're going to do it in the house. She got 21 other unemployed women. They set it up. They started cooking. So anyone that would come to town, she would start cooking for them. They would come to their homes to eat. It was like communal style eating, which is a hell of an experience going somewhere to eat and it's someone's home getting real that's real home cooked food literally you're in their house you're talking about customer service it's like the best type of service you're drinking whatever moonshine they have from back 1960 whatever oh it's an amazing experience for sure this is turkey tim they're drinking real wine this is not yeah, oklahoma my bad no i was yeah like, respect right, <laughs> We don't want to get the turkey people in Turkey listening. We can't disrespect them. But yeah, you're right. Home cooked. It was so good. She ended up renting out an abandoned mansion. 
she got all the women that weren't allowed to work in her community to work with her. They set up this mansion. They knocked some walls down. They just had these communal ta- tables. And they would come in and they would just make these huge meals for people. And all the men in town hated it. They're like, this is a bad idea. We got our women serving these foreigners food. There's only women working there. They're like, this is a bad idea. And then one guy, one older man, was just watching for years. He comes over and he's, he was one of the oldest men in the community. They called it a tea house or building. He said, I've been watching you. I have a home like yours before you came in here. What should I do? Should I turn into a restaurant or a hotel? What do you recommend? And she was like, this is a major breakthrough. This is one of the elderly, respected men in the community. And Namir was like, yeah, you should do this and this. Went to her for advice, a woman. Their town went from getting 10,000 visitors a year. After she opened up the restaurant, she inspired all the other men to like, you should do this, you should do this, you should do this. They went from 10,000 visitors a year to a few years later, they had multi-million dollar, multi-million tourists coming to that city per year. That's how much money she brought in. Wow. Oh no, we're not done, Tim. We're not done. She keeps it up, right? City starts popping. The United Nations come in and she's I need to do something else to give back. I brought a lot of money in, but it doesn't matter if I'm not building community. She teams up with the United Nations. She starts teaching classes for other women like her and the women she hired that were unemployed and they never had an opportunity to work. Now she's bringing them in. She's getting them teachers. She's getting them schooling. Pretty awesome, right? Connecting, making all these connections. So now in Turkey, United Nations is coming to her, bringing people to her to teach women business practices, all these skills. That's pretty good, right? Oh, it gets better, Tim. It gets better. Now, she's in Turkey, which is right by Syria. When the war happens, any sort of, and then Turkey just recently had the earthquake, anything. She was like, oh, I need to give back more. Started a nonprofit. Nonprofit gets food and aid to every refugee that goes through home. So if you're a refugee going through her home city, the Marlin, Turkey, she, you come to her, she got a whole setup for you. It's like, we're going to make sure you get what you need to help succeed. When the earthquake happened, they sent out food packages from the city to get everyone as much food as possible. She literally cannot be stopped. She went from a graduate that her father told her, don't come back here, you'll never succeed. To now, she ended up winning in 2023 the Culinary World Prize for her work for empowering women. Came with 100,000 euros in prize money, but she was like, I don't care. We're going to open a cafe next year. It's going to be run by Turkish and Syrian chefs because we have to use food to build community. She said, food is not for eating. It's a tool for change. Bars. And I'm going to keep doing that as long as I possibly can. And I'm just just saying, if this was a movie, it wouldn't be believable because she just keeps overcoming everything and making things happen. She calls all of her kitchens that help and give back. They're soul kitchens. 
And our businesses are tea houses. Tea houses bring people together. They're a community-based place. That's why we do communal food. Soul kitchens help refill the soul and help help you whenever you're feeling down. Positive truth person of the year is already over, and we're like seven days in. Just saying. Yo, she is. She's somebody any human being or every human being needs to look up to. I love that food is a tool to bring people together. Yes, but that's what we're about here on The Positive Truth. But as individuals, that's what we should be about. We should definitely strive to be like her. Shout out to her doing something like that with all of those speed bumps in 2023. It is now 2024, and I'm sure she's going to do something even more amazing than she did over the past 10, 15 years. Ah, that's, the story is beautiful all around, JP. I love everything about it. Somebody that's been obsessed with food over the last year. Ah, I love her idea with it. I love her whole entire just mentality of this is what we're going to do. Tea houses, soul food. We're going to stay true to who we are, and we're going to help inspire the rest of these women in our community so we can be better. Uh, amazing, JP. That is definitely one of the top five, top three, probably positive news, story, uh, inspirational stories we've done on here for sure. Coming out with heat 2024. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you have a quote before we get out of here, Tim? I do. I may have lost it. Ha! I found it. Never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed people can change the world. Indeed, it is the only thing that ever has. Quotes by Tim. Hmm, that was also a pretty good quote, too. I think yeah. we're two out of three. <laughs> Highest batting average ever. <laughs> Most of them, I'm like, oh, that was nice. <laughs> well, that's doing really good. Take that one. And it just goes to show you with our both of our inspirational stories, small communities changing the world. Yes, sir. We appreciate everyone for listening. We're out. Stay positive.